Housing costs are problematic, to say the very least. We know that retail uh, real estate uh, prices in Toronto have soared since the onset of the pandemic, when I think a lot of people were looking forward to house prices dropping a bit. Average price across residential properties in Toronto hitting well above the million-dollar mark uh, by the end of last year. And today, City Council will be considering if they should ask the provincial government to introduce a new home speculation tax uh, this week. And so we've talked about this with the councillor that is bringing the motion forward, Mike Cole, in the past. But I wanted to get the opinion of the president of the Toronto Regional Real Estate Board to find out if the speculation tax is the way to go. It's worked before. Kevin Krigger is with us right now. Kevin, thanks for joining us. I appreciate your time. Oh, thank you so much for the invitation. Well, listen, I think everybody can get on board with trying to maybe uh, stall the further uh, cost of a house. And they just, uh, housing prices keep soaring and out out of reach for many, many generations. And so this is problematic for so many people. I know people in their houses uh, might be looking at it as an investment, but the reality is uh, they might be having to use that investment money to help their kids get into to houses. So uh, this is a meeting that will begin tomorrow. Councillors will have a final say on whether the city will formally ask uh, Queen's Park to implement a home speculation and home flipping tax locally. I know the details are sketchy at the moment, but Mike Cole pointed to the history uh, back in the 1970s of a uh, speculation tax that actually cooled housing prices. What can you tell us about that? Well, certainly housing affordability is top of mind for the Toronto Regional Real Estate Board and clearly all levels of government. For the last decade, um, we've been talking about really the supply issue that exists in the market. Councillor Cole's um, proposal, while you know, certainly an option that he's welcome to bring forward really doesn't address the fundamental issue of supply in the marketplace. If you really look at government mandate from all levels, everything is really focused on these sort of arbitrary mandate approaches to artificially suppressing demand. But no one's taking the real role of government, which is leading the charge to bring supply to market. And as a city council, the opportunity exists at the municipal level, looking at the red tape that exists around the development approval process, looking at the length of time it takes to bring new supply to market, and looking at the limitations for something that could happen quite quickly, which is the conversion of properties from single-family homes in certain pockets of the city to plex housing, duplex, triplex, fourplex. Um, it's not just the ownership side of the equation that's a concern. Looking at the cost of rent in Toronto, um, it, you know, it, there's been a massive rise in rents over the course of the pandemic. And when we sort of look at things like speculation taxes, it's clear that it disincentivizes investors as well who are providing most of the rental housing stock in our marketplace. But what about those investors that are just sitting on the on the stock and they're not renting it out? Well, the city brought forward a proposal for a vacant home tax, which has a very clear policy objective to us was something that we certainly supported because anything that brings supply to market definitely is a benefit to all of us. Um, to have properties that are sitting idle and not being occupied either by the owner or a tenant um, 
really doesn't benefit society as a whole. So the vacant home tax certainly makes a lot of sense. Um, Disincentivizing investors to bring additional rental stock to market does not. Okay, so can we just go back in time for a second? I mean, it's before my time, the 1970s, when this 50% land speculation tax was brought in. But according to Mike Cole, it it actually did slow down the uh, increase in property values in the city of Toronto. Um, why wouldn't that work? Why wouldn't that be an option in, you know, in addition to, you know, bringing in more stock in the meantime? Well, you know, looking at the 1970s till now, obviously the markets and economy are very different, but also looking at the fundamental issue of supply, we're still having the same conversation more than 30 years later. If Mike Cole were to focus his attention to where at the municipal level, the grassroots where supply is created, there's opportunity to bolster that supply, that would be looking at a fundamental solution. Okay, so you're looking for solutions and you look at this speculation tax as something that's a roadblock. Well, I think the issue is looking at a lot of the past policies. So in Ontario, for example, we have a a non-resident tax, a foreign buyer tax. And that was brought in because in the day, in 2018, the conversation was that foreign buyers were the reason we had unaffordable real estate prices in Toronto, because they were buying property en masse. Now, our studies at the time showed that foreign buyers represented a very small pool of purchasers in the overall marketplace, but government sort of beat the drum of you know, the foreign buyer being the reason that housing was unaffordable. They brought in foreign buyer tax, and here we are a couple of years later talking about an even further supply-starved market where the foreign buyer tax, since it wasn't based on any evidence, hasn't solved any problems at all. So you want the city to operate and target the housing market with an evidence-based strategy, and and you don't think the speculation tax is the way to go? Most definitely. The evidence is we have more people immigrating and migrating to Toronto and the greater Toronto area than we do new housing stock coming to market. There's been a deficit for many, many years. Many of the years, Mike Cole has been sitting at council. And while that would be a very involved process to streamline the development process, streamline the approvals process, that ultimately is the only way that we're going to address this issue today and on an ongoing basis. If we have more people than we do properties and we have a population that's growing and housing stock that's really depleting because we're not even delivering what we need today to market, this is not a problem that's going to go away by continuing to tax the real estate sector. Do you think these laneway houses and these garden houses that we've talked about on the show that are right now, they're pretty much, I think, being given a solid thumbs up by the city are the way to get more um, properties on the market, more supply on the market in a very fast uh, manner. I think they're an incredible initiative. And looking at other opportunities, for example, you know, plex housing, uh, duplex, triplex, fourplex. Right now, there's development charges associated with converting. Mm -hmm. There's a great deal of red tape, having gone through the process myself um, at the city level. And really, there's no incentive to make the further investment to convert the property and ultimately create more housing units in existing neighborhoods where 
infrastructure exists, there's not, you know, necessarily expansion outside of the existing building envelope. It's something that, you know, mom and pop type investors and homeowners can do to, you know, have an accessory dwelling unit in their own home. Um, But the process right now is so lengthy and so unclear and the timeline is so long that we're really missing out on incredible opportunities. So certainly huge proponents and supporters of laneway housing, garden suites, but I think the city needs to do much more to address the issue of supply and really needs to streamline the process so the average person can get involved and look at the opportunities that exist within their own property. So this is about red tape. And funnily enough, uh, they're just adding a longer time frame to those, you know, clearing the red tape when you waste time talking about things that you don't think are going to work, like a speculation tax. Well, and I think, you know, evidence-based decision-making is really fundamental to any policy. And to simply sort of grasp at strategies of taxation and using perpetually the stick versus the carrot approach mm-hmm. hasn't worked for us in the last 30 years. And I don't know what would give anyone the idea it's going to work for us now. Well, looking back in time, but as you say, that was a long time ago, 1970s, and uh, times have changed. Toronto's changed. It's a very different place. Kevin, I want to thank you for your time. Thank you so much for the invitation. You have a great day. Kevin Krieger is uh, president of the Toronto Regional Real Estate Board.